Okay, so we'll start. Hey guys, um, y'all already know what's going on, but today I have a guest with me, pretty crazy. This is Grace Farish. I'm sure a Hello. lot of you know her. Say hey, Grace, what's up? Hey, I'm having a good so, time. Yeah, so a couple like weeks ago or days ago, Grace posted on her story about this case and she mentioned that like she likes true crime and all that stuff and I was like, you know what, let's do an episode together. So that's what we're doing. Um, and today we're talking about the story of John Benet Ramsey. Um, and so Grace, if you just want to start blabbing about this case, feel free to. And then I'll interject with some, you know, okay. little ideas or little factoids, whatever. Okay, so a lot of people know about this case, some people don't, that's okay. Um, JonBenet Ramsey was a six-year-old pageant girl from Boulder, Colorado. Um, she was the daughter of these really wealthy people, um, John Ramsey and Patsy Ramsey. I think he worked for, like, a computer company or something. He made a ton of money. Um, but JonBenet did pageants, um, all through her childhood. She had won a ton of crowns, and she was just, like, really popular. Um, she was murdered on Christmas Day, 1996. Um, December 26th, her parents woke up, and it was like 5.30 in the morning, I think, and they found this ransom note, um, wanting $118,000 for JonBenet's return, um, which just coincidentally was the amount that her dad was getting as a Christmas bonus that year for this company. I was gonna say, that's a pretty specific number, like, exactly Mm -hmm. 118 is kind of weird. So, yeah, because typically if you look at cases that have, like, a ransom amount, it's, like, going to be, like, a 50,000, 100,000, something that's, like, rounded off. But it's, Mm -hmm. like, 118,000, and for that to be the specific number, it's kind of sketchy. Anywho. Yeah. um, So, the police are called. uh, The ransom note, like, specifically said, don't call the police, like, don't contact the authorities, but the mom did. Um, She had an older brother, JonBenet did. His name is Burke. He was nine whenever she was killed. Um, he was at home at the time, and they said that he was, like, asleep when all this went down. Um, they later found, like, in the 911 call, you could hear his voice in the background, which I think is super interesting. Anywho. I didn't know that. Um, that I think they, like, altered, maybe, like, enhanced the, the recording of uh, the 911 okay. call. Um, mm-hmm. Just to kind of hear what was going on. Um, but JonBenet's body was found uh, later that day, December 26th. They um, called the police, had them come in, and... Um, the dad actually was sent with another of his friends to go just kind of assess the property, assess the house, see if they could find anything that was like a miss. Um, they immediately went down to the basement and found John Bonet's body. Um, and he picked her up and brought her body upstairs to where the police were. So he like um, moved her body away from like the crime scene or like where it was found? Yes. Yes. So mm-hmm. they, I think... I, I maybe have my timeline wrong on that day, but I'm pretty sure that they called the police at like 5.30 that morning. They got there a little before 6. And then I think the body was found either that morning or like mid-afternoon. Um, okay. But it just, it's very interesting to me that like, because you would think like, I'm not, a, I'm not a mother. And, but I know that if I had a child and like my child went missing, um, the first thing I would do is, like, turn or turn everything in my house over trying to find her. Exactly. So the fact that, like, they didn't find her body until, like, they were instructed to go look is just super mm-hmm. interesting to me, especially if she had been in the house the whole time. 
Yeah, like um, I mean, I would like imagining myself in like the shoes of a parent who like their kid's gone. I would be searching the house before the police got there. Yeah, like, and then I don't know why they would like not go into the basement. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Another um, big question mark on the whole thing was the ransom note itself. Um, it was handwritten, and they found it. I think it was on the stairs. Um, maybe near Jean-Benet's bedroom or like by the kitchen or something um, but it was handwritten and so there was like a lot of the investigation was handwriting analysis mm-hmm. and like trying to determine whether or not somebody in the immediate family or somebody in like the extended family or family friends had written the note um, I think they actually determined that it was written in the house um, oh, really? and they, they didn't rule out they ruled out John um, the dad mm-hmm. they said that his handwriting didn't match at all but they didn't roll out the mall and they said that it was totally plausible that she could have written the ransom note herself. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, I I did some research um, a few days ago whenever I was talking about it um, and the parents weren't actually like official suspects until almost two years later. Really? That doesn't, like in, that, seem, that seems like they would be like one of the first people to be investigated. That's kind of what I thought too. I think it was like early 98 when it, wow. before they were like officially suspects that's um, kind of weird it was just it's such a crazy story to me because like it was christmas time and you know you don't you don't really think like um that bad things are gonna happen exactly. like, that, but, yeah. like they had and like she was such a popular pageant girl and she was she was like a really pretty little girl and she was just so sweet looking and it's pageants in itself i could talk about pageants forever and why like, i don't think children should do them but that's you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, it's like she wasn't the main source of income for that family, um, but you know they profited off of her. Yeah. Um, I don't, it's just it's so weird. They had been to like a family Christmas party, and then they came home, and then suddenly she's missing, and there's a ransom note. It's just it all happens really fast. It's kind of like a mm-hmm. weird snowball thing. Um, it's like how did we get here? Exactly. I want to talk a little bit about the autopsy because this is like the Mm. part that I've kind of looked at a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. So when they like during her autopsy and after they had the medical examiner had gone over everything, the um, the like cause of death was um, considered like asphyxiation Mm -hmm. due to strangulation. So it wasn't a smothering. It was a strangulation. Yeah. And then there was also a like a small skull fracture that she had. and when they found her body, uh, she was like, um, her mouth had been like covered in tape and then her mm-hmm. um, wrists and her neck were like um, bound, like covered and like tied around with like a little white cord. Like not like, yeah. a, like not like tape, like, like a random cord, I guess. I don't know. Um, and then she was like covered with like a blanket, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like, but also the medical, medical, excuse me, the medical examiner like said that there was no like evidence of like rape or sexual assault or anything like that um because there were only like two theories as to like who could have done it like it was either an intruder or someone in the family yeah and like people were like okay well if it's sexual assault then it's probably gonna be an intruder but like there was no sexual assault and so people were like oh well since there's none of that i guess it might be someone in the family but no one ever really dove into it i don't know it feels like it was not investigated fully almost 
Like, yeah. they almost just were like, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll never know. Yeah, I feel like there were a lot of situations, like, in this entire case where they kind of just dropped the ball, and then they were like, well, that's just it. Like, we'll just, yeah, we'll that just leave it I mean, at that. Especially in, like, the small, because it was in, like, Boulder, but it, Boulder, Colorado, but it was in, like, a suburb or something. And so I would think mm-hmm. that, like, such a tight-knit small community like that, that this would be a pretty big, a pretty big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you and you would think like as popular as she was, like doing pageants and stuff. That and she was in school, and so you would think that people would be just like outraged that this little girl had gone mm-hmm. through this horrendous thing, and that they'd found her body in her parents' home, and like they just it wasn't made to be as big of a deal as I think it is. And I yeah. think you know you said she she had a skull fracture. I don't know if this is true. I could be wrong in saying this, but I think I read one time or heard in a podcast or documentary or something that it was like an eight point five inch fracture. Wow. And if you think about, like, a six-year-old, like, that's intense. Like, six-year-olds are tiny. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, it's a devastating way for anybody to die, but especially somebody so little. Yeah, exactly. Like, like seemingly without reason. Like, Mm -hmm. there's never a reason to, like, to put anybody through that. But, like, and the innocence of a child is something that's so, you know, it's, like, it's just shocking whenever you hear something like this happen to, like, a baby. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know. And then I think there was, I don't remember if I read this earlier today or if I saw it somewhere, but I don't think that Burke, her older brother, was even interviewed until he was 11 years old, like two years later. Well, I heard, I read this. I don't remember where exactly, but you know how like they found pineapple in her stomach? Like, yeah. Semi So, and, but neither, and like the, the way, how much it was digested, it was like either right before she went to bed or like, a couple hours afterwards like she had woken up or something mm-hmm. um but when they interviewed john and patsy they were like we did not give her pineapple like we don't know where the yeah. pineapple came from but when they searched the house in like the sink or the kitchen or on the counter somewhere there was like a little bowl of pineapple with burke's fingerprints on it yeah that's so, true. Like, like i think I a lot of people have like argued that they had like fought over that and but even then like I don't want to rule out anything, but you would think, like, you know, kids argue, siblings argue, especially. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, that doesn't seem like a reason to kill your sibling. Exactly. Like, so I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's a rabbit trail, but, like, where does it lead? Yeah. You know? I mean, and, like, some of the theory, I mean, personally, I don't know. I don't want to, like, you know, say anything about anyone, but, I mean, it's been 20 years, so it's whatever. But, like, I feel as though, like, the death was accidental mm-hmm. but like the cover-up they were like okay well shoot we have to do something you know what See, i mean like I, what I think yeah because i remember reading somewhere that she had like a bedwetting issue mm-hmm. and that um patsy had like tried to dis- discipline her out of it and some people think that like patsy was a little too rough or something yeah um and, and made her um, fall or i don't know something like that yeah sometimes even like i don't i don't know i'm sure this is like a, a thing that they explored or like investigated but a lot of the times kids that have like chronic bedwetting problems that's a sign of like either abuse or sexual assault and really? um i'm pretty sure i, I don't want to say i don't want to have made that up but i'm pretty sure that that's like um a sign of trauma in like younger children wow but um so if she had that chronic problem and then like know if they found any evidence of sexual assault i don't know that they did but um i wonder i don't know that makes me wonder about like her brother or her dad or even like her mom 
I don't want to like point fingers and like say yeah they did something that drastic and awful but um I just there's so much about like their home life beforehand that like nobody knows about yeah I agree I don't know it's just such and like there was like a I'm I am reading an article right now because I want to get like give actual evidence so I'm trying to like find all the evidence okay so like with there was the intruder theory that someone had broken into the house and there was like a pretty like a good amount of physical evidence to support that I guess because there was like a supposedly like a boot print found next to her body in the basement oh really that like no it did not belong to anyone in the family like there that boot was not in the house um it wasn't even like the same size as john or patsy or anyone um I, i didn't know that yeah there was a broken window in the basement um which is believed to be like the point of entry um but okay. i feel like i feel like i heard that the window was broke like there was no glass shards on the inside of the basement there were only glass yeah. shards on the outside and so like the window was broken from the inside yeah see i, I don't want to go into this like biased because i have formed like my own theory about what i think happened but even if there were an intruder you know like there are ways to enter a house like if, if somebody's a practiced intruder you know they're gonna have they can get in figured yeah. out figured out ways to get into a house um and a lot of the time like if john and patsy were to have been the ones to do this like they're gonna think like how would it what would an intruder have done and like you could set the stage to make it look like an intruder came in um mm-hmm. i don't know it's just there's so many like holes in the story and it's like nothing adds up well, like at the yeah. end of the day, you know, something happened. And something it, happened. It, it's crazy. It's like crazy that this case is, it was 1996. It was what, 25 years ago? That's like, we'll never know what happened. Like, and it's an open case. Like, they're still investigating. Mm-hmm. Like, even in 2019, they were still like doing investigations and interviews and trying to sort DNA out. And it's just, well, it's crazy. John, the dad, is still like trying to figure out or like act like he's trying to figure out what's going on because I was watching like you know you're home during the summer or you're home during quarantine and you the TV's just going and oh, like yeah. the Tamron Hall show will come on or something at like 11 p.m. and mm-hmm. she was talking to him like through Zoom or something that he had like a new documentary out about still trying to find and so he's still like because I think Patsy passed away she did yeah in 2006 um, I think and so, like, John, and then I don't know what where Burke is. Burke is somewhere. But, like, John is still in the public eye trying to, I guess, figure something out. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think, let me see. I don't remember if they were still suspects at this point, but her parents released a book in, like, March of 2000. Um, and, they call, yeah, they called it The Death of Innocence. And they wrote it about their daughter's murder, which I think is really interesting because, like, nobody, there's nobody that they can claim to be the murderer. You know, it's just, like, yeah. a hypothetical person. They're um, just going to write was, about it. Yeah, there was also, like, a big publicity campaign um, to promote this book. And it's, like, almost like they were still monetizing um, what had happened to them, which, you know, I don't want to claim that because everybody grieves in their own way. But, mm-hmm. like, to write a book about something as awful as what happened to them or what happened to Jean Benet it's just I don't know it just everything about this strikes me as odd I know there's just everything is a little 
a little fishy. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing that is like, oh, well, that's fine. Or that makes yeah. sense. Have you listened to the 911 call? No. So, um, if you, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you just, like, looked it up on YouTube or, like, Googled it, you could find a recording of it. But Patsy is, like, frantic. And she's like, my daughter, my daughter. But she never calls her by name. Like, she's never, like, JonBenet Ramsey. Really? And, yeah, and she's, like, frantic. And she's like, I'm the mother. My name's Patsy. I'm the mother. And she's like, we have... Mm we have a kidnapping and it's just like her wording which again like you can't you can't like place blame based on how somebody reacts to a tragic situation but also it's like almost like rehearsed wording yeah that that would that's kind of weird too because like when you call i don't know if i'm just like trying to think of like a timeline that would make sense like so the the pineapple was like a little bit before she went to bed Mm -hmm. and so she had to be alive for that yeah. Um, and so, like, and then you said that they called the police at, like, 5 something a.m.? Yeah. So, I don't, it's just weird how, like, I also, in that... I, I wonder what their day-to-day life looked like, because, like, 5.30 in the morning is really early, and she was up making coffee. So, like, was that, like, a daily thing that they did, or was it just that's special? That's early. Yeah. Um, like, that's, that's really early. Um, I don't know. There's just so many things There's you can... There's just so much. It's such There's a crazy so story. There's so yeah, and, like, yeah. a week after she was found, like, they found her body, they flew to uh, Atlanta, because they had a home in Atlanta, and then they had the home in Colorado, and they had another one, I don't maybe Michigan? They had, like, wow. a third home. Um, so they were just, like, flying all over the place. I don't know. Wow. And, it's... like, at one point, one of the detectives, like, said they knew who the killer was, but, like, would never say, because they had resigned from the case. It's just wow. a mess. It's just crazy. I don't, it's, it's, I feel like it's probably a story that we'll never really get an answer to. Yeah, and that's, I think that's the most frustrating thing about it, because it was one of, like, the, well, I guess not really one of the first, but, like, one of the most interesting true crime cases that I had heard when I was mm-hmm. first, like, getting into listening to true crime, um, and I was like, how, are, how is there, like, such a big name, you know, and, like, such a, like, a big story in a small town, and, like, nobody has answers? Yeah, there's just so much... Yeah, it's just so, there's so much information and so everyone has a, like different theories and different ways of mm-hmm. thinking and anyway, but there's a couple documentaries and stuff that people can watch. Um, there's one on Netflix called um, like Casting John Binet um, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not like a, like a true, like a crime focused one, but like it's people that live in the town that it happened. Mm-hmm. And they're like auditioning to be in like a like a Jean Benet show or something. Oh my goodness! And so they're like, they're like actors, and they're reenacting like the nine one one call or like videos of her being in a pageant. And then they're also like telling what their experience and like how they remember it and what their theories are. It's really interesting. It's kind of a cool way to get different opinions and stuff. That sounds kind of cool. I haven't watched that one. Um, yeah. I did. The, I see. I think CBS did one in maybe two thousand sixteen. Um, I've seen that one. I don't know if it's a, I don't know if you can stream it anywhere, but um, that's an interesting one. I don't remember what it's called, but if you looked it up, I mean, I think they've only made the one. Yeah, it's just it's just such a crazy story. It's it's crazy. It's mm, it's kind of yeah. sad. It's very sad yeah. actually. But well, that's all the information I have. Do you have anything else to add to the crazy story, Grace? Um, I well, okay. One thing that I will add. Um, if it weren't the parents, here's my second theory because I know everybody's dying to know what else. Yes, let's talk this. theories. Let's talk theories. Um, so 
the theory that I'm thinking, I think that it's most probable because nine-year-old, six-year-old, they're going to bicker. They're going to fight. I think maybe mm-hmm. something happened and um, Burke accidentally hit Jean Bonnet in the head and then panicked, didn't know what to do. The parents put her in the basement and they were like, we'll figure this out in the morning. Wrote the mm-hmm. ransom note. Um, she got up early. She was like, I'm going to find the ransom note. She called the police. And then it's just kind of dominoed from there. That's yeah. that's the theory I, that I think is the most probable. I agree. In that casting John Benet show I was just talking about, mm-hmm. they have like little boy actors playing Burke. And yeah. they did a little, excuse me, they did a little thing where like they, because there's like an argument that, oh, well, a nine or whatever year old boy cannot hit, you know, a, someone on the head hard enough to do an eight inch fracture on their skull. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but they gave them all like watermelons and like okay. toys or things that would be in like a boy's room mm-hmm. and had them like hit the watermelon and they all like crush the watermelon open. Wow. And so, yeah, it doesn't like the argument of like whether or not he was strong enough. It did, does not. Yeah, if you have a heavy enough object, like, you could, I mean, it doesn't matter how old or strong you are, like, you could hurt somebody with it. Um, I I probably think, I agree with you, I feel like it's more likely that Burke actually killed her rather than Patsy. Um, Mm -hmm. But I could also see, like, Burke hitting her, and then Patsy, like, maybe strangling her, and so that way it was there was a different... Like the cause of death would be something different than that would yeah. like because it's it's less likely Burke would strangle her than he would hit mm-hmm. her. You know what I mean? Like it's like you wouldn't really imagine a nine year old boy like strangling. Yeah. At least I wouldn't. I don't know. Well, was there ever a murder weapon found? Did they ever figure out what caused the fracture in her skull? I don't, I don't think, think so. they did. Which I didn't, that's weird I didn't, too like, because typically that'd be the first thing you would look for. Like oh mm-hmm. she has you know, an 8.5 inch fracture in her skull. Like, let's find out what did this to her. But like, I don't think they ever investigated that or even looked into it, mm-hmm. which is weird to Another, me anyway. We were talking about this this case at school one day and I, someone pointed out that they thought it was Patsy um, mm-hmm. and that they were like a big fan of the bedwetting theory where she had yeah. like wet the bed or because they did find like stained sheets from that night, I think. Like, they found recently, like, stained sheets in the washer and the bin or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, she thought that um, Patsy was, like, mad at John Bonet for wetting the bed and, like, pushed her or was, like, moving her, like, kind of, like, getting forceful a little bit and she fell mm-hmm. and hit her head on, like, the stairs or a heater or something where it would... Yeah hurt you and then covered it up from there mm. yeah Which, I, I mean that's that. that's another believable I mean who, who's to say that I mean we don't really yeah. know anything I also I wanted to fact check myself um so it is a symptom of sexual abuse um for somebody for a child who has been potty trained to regress back into bedwetting Really? That's interesting. Yes, because, let me see, I mean, it's a defensive mechanism um, in which the regression happens beyond early development. Wow. See, and I mean, that's another kind of a key kind of 
I don't know. That seems important to me, but I guess not to there, investigate. Yeah, there's a lot of things that have been looked over, and it's just, like, how do you look over that? Yeah. Um, another theory that, I don't know if it's been explored, but I just have thought about it while I've been researching it and looking it up. Um, they went to a family friend's Christmas party, and I think, the, I think his name was Fleet White. Um, and then he was the one that showed up at the, like, so Patsy called the police that the morning of the 26th. And then after she got off the phone with 911, she turned around and like called all of her friends and had them come over. And so really? her friend, yeah, so the friends were like over in the house and they were just like looking through the house, I guess trying to find Jean Benet, but nobody went to the basement, which seems weird. But Fleet White came over. And then when the police sent them to like see if anything was wrong in the house, um, Fleet White went with John Ramsey. So like I've wondered if maybe mm. he didn't have something to do with it also since yeah. like he was one of the last ones Jean Benet was with, um, with her family. And then he was like one of the first ones to find her body. That mm-hmm. just always seemed interesting that like he was in both places. Yeah. I mean, he could have just been like a best friend of the parents. Like that's mm-hmm. plausible too, but it just seems weird that like so much is amiss and he was there for all of it. Yeah. This is like, this is, I'm not trying to like, you know, talk bad about people or cause I mean, they're not here to defend themselves or anything, but like i wouldn't this is sad but especially in like that time um it was more prevalent prevalent for like parents to kind of push their children out to other people like i've heard of like you know their parents having parties for their you know young children to be like sexually assaulted by their friends and things like that oh Um, really yeah there were like there have been like rings in like the north um the northwest and like around you know washington and things like that where mm-hmm. like they have a pageanty daughter or you know a you know a a, ch- a child that looks you know older than they do like john benet did she mm-hmm. looked like she was older um, she did like preteen. yeah and where they would have like parties in they and they would like advertise it in like the newspaper like mm-hmm. the classifieds um, and they would have like a code word and it would be like a, they would be like a fake advertisement for something, but they would have like a secret code that only like these pedophiles oh, wow. in the community knew and they would have their address in it and they would all go to their house and like rape the kids and like oh, have like goodness, a party. That's awful. I had um, no idea that that was like yeah. a thing. And so, I mean, it could, it would be plausible that like maybe that friend was weird with John Bonet. You know what I mean? I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Alright, thank you. Sorry. I'm no, at the park and this guy just stopped me and told me he's closing the gate at six o'clock. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the information. Um well, anyway. I had no idea that, that 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 kind of thing was yeah even like something that existed that is so like sickening yeah i know wow that's crazy um that does um make me think of something else so um i think burke was interviewed in 2016 and um he i think it was with dr phil which is funny in and of itself but (laughs) um i think that he like said the same thing twice and it was something about like it was probably some pedophile in the pageant audience. I think that's like almost the direct quote. And he said wow. that twice, like those exact words. And so it's like, like, what did he know? 
Yeah. Was there like, someone is- that he had seen at the house or something that was like from that would always go to her pageants and Yeah, it was just like just super weird and like nothing adds up. Yeah. It's just it's just such a crazy story that I mean I don't I don't think we'll ever really know what happened. I don't think so either. And that's that's just such a sad like that she gets no justice in the end. I like know. after something tragic like that happens to her. It's just really upsetting. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me this week, Grace. Absolutely. I hope you thank you for having me. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed enjoyed talking about this case. I did, for sure. I could talk about true crime all day long. Yes. Well, we'll have to have you back at some point so we can have some second opinions on stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening this week. Um, If you have any ideas for any true crime stories that you want to hear, just let me know. Um, And, yeah, thank you guys. Come back next week. Bye.